Hello and welcome to CBS Radio Mystery Theater from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The CBS Radio Mystery Theater presents... Today, the conclusion of a five-part version of Bulger-Lytton's tremendous book, The Last Days of Pompeii. Our theater of the mind takes advantage of your imagination, inviting you to actually take part in this fatal and total destruction of an ancient city and the annihilation of its people. Lives, loves, and dreams come to life because you will them to life. To you, they are flesh and blood. Their deeds and misdeeds as vivid as your neighbor's and their heroism as inspiring. Stay with us for the last day of Pompeii. We cannot sit here like rats in a trap and do nothing. What would you have me do, Oriana? Stop the two years? Let's save ourselves so that we can tell this story to others. What children? What children? Pompeii is being buried. There will be no more children. That is our fate. on Bulwer Lytton's The Last Days of Pompeii, this adaptation for the Mystery Theater, The Last Day, was written by Gerald Keene and stars Russell Horton and Marion Seldes. It is sponsored in part by True Value Hardware Stores. I'll be back shortly with that one. The city at the edge of the Bay of Naples in Italy lies stricken. Terror stalks the streets, says Vesuvius. A volcano dormant for a thousand years awakens and spits death into the sky. To bring us up to date, let me call upon that young Greek architect, Marcus Aurelius Rufus, who happened to be living on Roman soil in that seaside suburb of Pompeii that fateful third week in August, 79 A.D., 1900 years ago. those running from Pompeii sounded outside the house of the marble farm. I sat with a girl I'd planned to marry, Oriana, and my blind servant, girl Lydia, resigned to the deluge of cinders and ashes and the tide of lava that would soon bury us. Accidents had ruled my life, it seemed. Like the first day I'd met this blind girl. I'd been walking home with an old friend, Diomed, the ship owner. That chariot is, is out of control. Diomed is coming this way. We'd better duck into this doorway. Great Joe, there's a girl crossing the avenue. Uh, doesn't she see it? Look out! Marcus, what are you doing? Get back here! Uh, hold on to me, girl. Uh, We're going to jump for it. Uh, uh, oh, that was a close call. Uh, What's wrong with you? Didn't you hear me shouting? No, I did. I almost lost mine. You're supposed to look when you cross the oh, road. I'm sorry, but didn't you but... see or hear anything? Are you deaf, dumb, and blind? No, you see. Only blind. Then, the accident of meeting Oriana. That night, her brother was attacked in the street. 
I'd driven off the ruffians and helped the young man to his house. I can't thank you enough for rescuing my brother. I had no idea his sister was the Oriana. Is that so extraordinary? <laughs> to me, it is. I've wanted to meet you ever since I came to Pompeii from Athens. Have you? Well, good night, and thank you again, Marcus Rufus. Um, your brother was clobbered pretty severely. I'm, I'm glad he's gone to lie down, but don't you think you should call the doctor? No, I don't. I can dress his wounds perfectly well. You don't mind the sight of blood? You ask that because I'm a woman. Well, I suppose I do. Don't you know Marcus Rufus? The female of the species is far hardier than the male. Mm-hmm. In what way? In all ways. You men may have made war and thrown spears for a longer time than we, but women are still stronger and braver and able to stand more pain. Tell me more, Oriana. It's high time today, 79 years after the birth of Christ, for women to feel equal and to stand up for themselves. Jesus Christ? That, that revolution? And about time someone started that revolution. Loving thy neighbor and his other teachings are far more just and powerful than the superstitions Rome and Pompey lived by. hardly seen life, and we're going to die. No use pretending otherwise. How much time have we got to live? One hour, one day? Even if we went out there on the road and didn't get trampled to death, we'd suffocate. Black with falling cinders as far as anyone can see. This house, this atrium is our grave. Master? Yes, my little blind lady, what is it? I don't want to die. Nobody does, Lydia. Do we have any choice? Like rats in a trap and do nothing. My lovely Oriana, fate brought us together, tore us apart. Fate finally reunited us. I don't understand you. My point is, fate makes the decisions, and it has decided that this is the end. I refuse to believe that Lydia, you, and I were put on this earth merely to accept or, or sit and console one another. If there is an Almighty, He must expect us to do something. What? Stop Vesuvius? Save ourselves so that we can tell this story to others. Perhaps there's a reason Pompeii is being destroyed. Perhaps Pompeii has brought it all upon itself. What good are we to the generations to come lying here under the cinders? What good are we to our children? What children? There will be no more children. This is our fate. You believe in fate. I believe in God. Both expect a little cooperation. I don't know how much longer we're going to be able to breathe. Let us make a run for it, then why not? Yes, why not, Lydia? I agree. You can only die once. Marcus, what say we try for Herculaneum? There must be one road open. I'm not sitting here in this wreck of a house waiting to die. Mr. Soriano, there is another way. I know how we can get to the shore from the Via della Bredanza. I know a path that nobody knows. But nobody Lydia, uses. Lydia, the, the shore is on the other side of town. But don't you see, Marcus, how right Lydia is? Everyone is running north, out of the city. We head the other way. Into the city, down past the forum. Yes, if we can make it to the shore, we'll find a boat. There must be lots of boats. Lydia, are you certain that you can lead us through all this blackness? Without eyes, more easily than either of you. The three of us together, then. Not yet. 
Let me go first, Master. And scout the way. I can get through crowds faster alone. You be holding me back. I'll go to each of the roads which can lead us to the path I told you about. Whichever seems to have the fewest people on it, I'll come back here and tell you. Absolutely not, Lydia. Do you think I'm letting you out there alone? With runaway horses, crazed people, falling buildings, markets. Let him go with you to find the best open road. Go on. You I'll wait here for you. Lydia, someone's left a baby here in the doorway. where the mother is. People are running by. No one's stopping. No one's stopping. There's a baby here. Can, can the mother of this baby hear me? I'm looking for my own children. I haven't got time. Lydia, they cannot wait here any longer. We must find a way to the shore. There they are. All right. Oh, I have you in my arms, little thing. No, I won't put you down. Lydia, please, will you put it down and come? I am not leaving this child here, of course not. But we can't carry it with us. Besides, the mother probably just left it here and went back to her house to fetch something. Now, it's all right. Put it back in the doorway. It's not an it. It's a baby. Master, I'm not going away. I shall wait for the mother. Lydia, listen to reason, please. Oriana is waiting for us. Master, I should not refuse you. It is the duty of a slave to obey. But the gods will punish me, I know, if I abandon this small thing. All right. All right, have it your own way. I'll, um, I'll go on and reconnoiter and come back here for you. Now, you wait here, Lydia. I'll be back as soon as I can. Where are you going? 
She's waiting for me at her house on the Via della Badanza. Ah, uh, she's alive. Oh, yes, yes. I'm, I'm looking for a road south. I'm, I'm all confused and turned around. Uh, Diamet, do you know which way south is? Uh, yeah, from here, here to there. What, what does it mean? Diamet, Diamet, stop that. What's the matter with you? I have to go south to join up with a path to go to the waterfront. Now, which is the best way? Uh, well, goodbye, Marcus. Goodbye, Pompey. Any road you take is dead. Damn it. Um, come along with me. I-, I left Lydia in a doorway two streets down, and we're going back to her. Uh, she knows her way like a homing pigeon. Baby, can't see my baby. Can't see my baby. What? Uh, uh, yes, 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 I did. There was a baby. Uh, did, did you leave your child in a doorway on the Via della Badanza? You saw her. You saw her. Stupid woman. That child might have... Anything could have happened to it. Uh, Demon, uh, come back here. Uh, Demon, where is my baby now? Uh, uh, c- come with me. I've been to the house where I left her. The house is no more. What? What did you say? The house is gone. There's nothing left there but wood and tiles and was an eyewitness to the eruption of Vesuvius in 79 A.D. He describes it as a cloud like a huge pine tree, shooting up to great height, a tall trunk of fire and smoke with branches of falling cinders. The cloud, sometimes bright, sometimes dark, spotted with earth and rocks. A terrible sight to behold. I shall return shortly with Act Two. thousands in Pompeii who lost everything, most of them their lives, must have in those final moments felt betrayed by the goddess protector of their city, Venus. What had they done wrong? Why were the gods punishing them so harshly? Where had they sinned, and how, to deserve this monstrous retribution? And everywhere, on every corner, tragedy upon tragedy. Marcus, 
Why have you been so long? It's been hours. Where's Lydia? I don't know, Ariane. She, she may be dead. A, a, a building collapsed on her. That's all I can tell you. Oh, no. You didn't find a way? I thought Lydia was... Oh, we became separated. There was a tiny baby abandoned by its mother. I, I told Lydia to come along with me. She wouldn't. She would not leave the baby. That mother must have been desperate to leave an infant alone like that. And they're all buried together now. Lydia was our only hope. Oriana, let's decide. I've decided. You leave the way, Mark. Wherever it is, at least we'll be together. Already knee deep. In some places, lava was boiling into the houses. Blazing rocks dropping on roofs, setting fires, bouncing into the streets, killing horses, overturning chariots. Disgusting. Choking. Falling into the road like sheaves of wheat. Doriana and I beat off the cinders with our hands. Slowly, carefully, we crossed the town. The forum. Out the sea gate, and finally came to the waterfront. Only one building was standing, all stone. The tavern where Diamond and I so often met. We ran inside. Marcus, there's a man drinking at a table in the corner. Diamond, I, I can't believe it. What are you doing? Uh, having myself a cup of wine. Sit, 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 all of you. Oh, Doriana, welcome. We met once in the Imperial Box at the gladiatorial games. I, I don't know whether you remember. Dear Matt, well, why didn't you stay with us? Your little blind slave showed me the way back to my boat. Lydia! Lydia's here! I had to say farewell to my boat. My, my, my galleys are sunk, my warehouses are on fire. Dear, I try to make sense. Listen to me. Where is Lydia? Lydia? You say she. She brought you here. Now, where is she? Master, is that your boy? Lydia? Lydia, look. Look at you. Your leg. What happened to it? It it will be all right, Master. Mrs. Oriana. Is that that you? Sweet Lydia. Never mind. You're safe. Marcus told me about you and that baby. The gods were with me. I managed to crawl up with the baby safely. And the mother... Daughter Julia, your wife, are they safe? Uh, they are dead, Marcus. Both dead. When I reached my house, I went down to the cellar. Death had arrived before I did. There they were, my two ladies, sitting, waiting for me, asphyxiated by the fumes. Oh, dear, dear, man, I'm so sorry to hear of your great loss. Well, my, my dear Oriana, I'm glad you and Marcus are alive together. Uh, so, tell me, Marcus, hey, what, what what did we struggle for, huh? You, an architect building houses, me with my ships to bring food to people. The giant mountain we thought was asleep, it woke up and reached out with flames, and all our houses and our ships are gone in smoke. But we must live, dear man. There's still time to do something. Uh, but is it worth the effort? <laughs> Before old Vesuvius is done, he will have dug all our graves and buried all of Pompeii. So, 
Let us fill our cups with wine and drink to an honorable death. I refuse to drink to death. Lydia. Master Diamond, I didn't lead you out of the city to hear you speak like this. Lydia's right. Diamond, what would your wife and daughter say if they heard you giving up? Uh, yeah. Yes, forgive me. Forgive me, all of you. It's a great thing. We take to the water. I have four sailboats riding at anchor, not 50 yards from here. One of them surely must be seaworthy. Yes, the child is right. Now, one for four of us will sail as far as the winds will take us. We ran outside. Only two of Diomed's sailboats were seaworthy. The other two charred wrecks. We chose the larger. Flaming rocks dropped around us as if launched from an enemy catapult. Oriana, the tiller. I untied the rope, pushed us off, and jumped in. You have a second pair of oars, Diamond? Yes, yes, yes. It's stowed away with the permissions. And we each take one of these. Uh, yes, uh, I'll move over. If you take the left oar. There. Why don't we hoist sail? We move faster. No, 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 no. There are too many flaming stones and burning cinders to set our sail on fire. Now, first we'll row as fast as we can out of the danger area. And then up with the sails. Oriana, set your course to the mouth of the Arno. Then turn into the bay from Vesuvius. Go on, And that curtain of cinders, I can't make him out. Oriana? All right. Uh, got it. I thank you. And 
Here's the second. First, thank you a second time. Leonard, I take it that kit over there is yours. Help yourself. It'll be firewood if it's left there. Quite a few large sacks you're carrying, our bases. Yes, as many as I could handle. Could they be gold? Let us say they are all my worldly possessions. Except one. And I think I shall avail myself of that. Right now! Oh, you can't! Let go of me! Thank you, Oriana. I am barely lifting you off the boat. No, let go of her! Let go of her! If you don't release Oriana this instant, I'll tell you! Marcus! If you so much as move one millimeter from that seat in the boat, just one! I am warning you. Your Oriana will feel my hands tighten about her throat. Marcus. Keep talking to him. He can't really see us now. Now there's a curtain of black cinders covering the dock. Start rowing. Marcus, very wise of you. Take my advice and row away. All the other is safe with me. We shall do as you say, Arbeke. Me, row, I say. Come back. It's going to be all right, Marcus. Keep rowing slowly. Good look over there in the water. tells us those who, those who ran home and tried to rescue their belongings lost their lives. The remains of Pompeii attest to bodies that fell with bags of jewelry, silver, and gold frozen in their flight. Those who made for the shore had a chance to survive. Will Oriana be an exception? What is to be her fate? More, much more, when I return shortly with Act Three. beautiful Oriana is being held against her will by an Egyptian priest. He is mad, no doubt. But how does one deal with a madman? Unseen, Lydia, the blind girl, climbs slowly, hand over hand, up onto the dock, where Oriana is being held captive. You'll never get back into that boat. They have deserted you. Go with you. Oh, 
could you feel me? Why? How could you know? Exactly where I was standing. The Egyptian's voice guided me to you. Oh, when I climbed out of the water, I went to the dock and felt my way to one of the oars lying there. I heard his voice again. I dropped him as hard as I could across the lake. Oh, you are the miracle girl of all. If we come out of this alive, it will be thanks to you. Marcus, I was 16. Believe me, he was a good man. He was so sincere. Hmm? Oriana, I have one thing on my conscience. I did tell you when I reached my house, I found my daughter, Julia, and my wife dead. Dear, I don't go into that again. I know it's so painful. And, uh, Julia was alive. Barely alive. I took her in my arms and she said, Father, can you forgive me? And then she told me, you remember the party I gave to celebrate the partnership of Marcus and me? When something seemed to madden him and he rushed out of my house with our bases and your brother after him? Yes, I remember. It was my my daughter, Julia, who placed the dangerous potion in your wine cup, Marcus. She confessed it to me. Julia? But why? She had obtained it from that... Egyptian. She hadn't intended anything evil. She was jealous of you, Oriana, and hoped to cause trouble for us, scandal. But Abbasis used Marcus' temporary madness to kill your brother. Now it is out. We shall not mention that creature's name again, or even think about him. Mm. I have a happier thought. Lydia? What do you suppose I've been thinking? I... I don't know. Romans are permitted to make free their slaves. I'm sure no one will mind if an Athenian like myself does the same. Lydia, from this moment you are no one's servant. No one's slave. I shall endow you with sufficient money so you may be independent. Mm, study if you wish. Learn and be free. 
such a small reward, my dear Lydia, for your constant faithfulness. And my life, which I also owe you. Well, since we're uh, remaining at anchor till dawn, I'd like to get a little sleep. Any objections? Certainly not. We'll take turns. Marcus, you and Dean had sleep first. Got a great deal of sailing to do tomorrow. And Lydia and I will keep watch till dawn. You women? I don't know. But not till dawn. Marcus, aren't we equal in all things? Aren't you convinced? Mm, you win. It's your watch. I'd uh, rather take a nap than lose another argument. longer this wreck will stay afloat. We have no room for you here. Perhaps I can persuade you. Dear Ed, grab your Let's row. You've got a spear. Do I come aboard? I won't hesitate to bring this javelin down right where you're sitting, you murderer. Let me help you pull that anchor, Lydia. Dear Ed, shove your oar up against this hull and give it a good heave. I can't get the oar out of the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's oh, Oh, but you just to be here. It's very reassuring, Lydia. 
Mr. Guriana. Tell me more what you can see. You see the interest still growing? But the pillar of fire and smoke is no more. If I didn't know of the horror it had caused, I would think it was the friendly lamp of a lighthouse. What is a lighthouse? Oh, a, a building with a light that shines over the water to welcome ships at night in all kinds of weather. Mister, I would like to be a lighthouse for people. Lydia, no more mistress, plain Oriana. You're a free woman. You're like me. I am not like you. You with your two eyes. Lydia. What good is my freedom? Freedom to be alone? You asked me once, was I jealous? I don't know. You asked me, was it Marcus? Oh, I love to say that name. Yes, it is he. Not Master Marcus anymore. Though he could be my master for the rest of my life. Please, little Lydia, don't carry on so. Don't, Lydia. Don't this, don't that. How can I stop my feelings? Yes, I am jealous of you, Oriana. Twice I saved him. Saved his life. All right. Small return for what he's done for me. But it's hopeless, isn't it? Isn't it? I told you once, someday the right man will appear for you. He has. But he's not for me. I think the man is waking up. Hey, uh, what is the hour? Hmm? Uh, Don't hear eh? Oh, Oriana, come over here and get your rest beside Marcus. I will keep watch. I shall sit myself up here beside little Lydia, and we shall keep the watch together. When I awoke, it was dawn. The sky clear. Oriana was asleep, her head resting on my lap. See Ahmed? Sprawled across the pillar, also fast asleep. But Lydia, where was she? Dear Mitch, uh, oh, Oriana, uh, wait, wake up! <laughs> what is it? We're we're drifting. What? Drifting? Where is Lydia? Huh? <clears throat> Lydia? Well, could I have dreamed it? Dreamed what? Oriana, look all around you. She must be out there somewhere. What were you dreaming, dear Matt? That I saw Lydia get up and move quietly, slowly, to where you were sleeping, Marcus. For a long time, she looked down at you. And then she she bent forward. Yes? And? But it's so strange. It is hard for me to believe it happened. If it did, then she bent forward and kissed you. And then stood back with a little movement of her hand that was almost as if she was waving goodbye to you. Then, if I was awake, why not? I must drop off back to sleep. We must look for her. Everywhere we must find her. I think she went overboard and swam ashore. But why? Where? Back to Pompeii, to Herculaneum, to, to, to burnt out cities? What life for her there? Lydia is too good a swimmer not to have made it ashore. In these currents at night? That's some distance. The, the water thrashing about because of the Vesuvius. Look, look how far from land we drifted. Uh, Marcus. Marcus, look here. The anchor. The chain is here, but not the anchor. Where is it? 
so is the hope, of course, that our sweet Lydia, once a slave, lives somewhere. But so far as we know, our beloved friend never lived to enjoy one day of her new freedom. that escaped Pompey with four passengers arrived on a far shore with priests. Life went on. Diomed rebuilt his shipping empire. Marcus and Oriana did marry, and yet, as Marcus says in the book, my mind has never shaken off the dark shadow of the last day of Pompey. The horror and desolation of that awful ruin and the mystery of the disappearance of our beloved blind daughter of the gods. I shall be back shortly. Author Bulwer-Lytton tells us in his preface, he will be pleased if this story, whatever its imperfections, should be found a portrait not altogether unfaithful to the age. And what is far more important, he says, may it be a just representation of the human passions and the human heart, which in all ages are the same. It is with this in mind that Mystery Theater has unearthed Pompeii for you, not as a buried city, but as a buried treasure. Our cast included Russell Horton, Marion Seldes, Evie Juster, and Earl Hammond. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. And now, a preview of our next tale. Any negativism may serve as a fuel for a bonfire. Oh, come on. You're talking to me. It's the truth. Fortunately, I was able to retrieve the situation. Yeah, I guess you were. You have a positively murderous look in your eyes. I do. You've been very hostile lately, and it shows. I guess it does. You look angry enough to kill somebody. I guess I am. That's why I went out and bought one of these. That... That's a revolver. No, it's not. It's an automatic. See? You don't know everything. You do realize you're pointing it at me. <laughs> How nonchalantly well-bred we've become. A far cry indeed from Murphy's diner. But just one little pull on the trigger and you fall from that high estate. Down. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant dreams.